what is the best way to teach engagement? Um, become valuable to your dog. We're actually going to do videos on that this week. So how do you teach engagement? Well, we find by just doing stuff with your dog, holding your dog accountable, being value, don't let other people pet your dog, don't have your dog go up to other people, work your dog, um, believe it or not, believe it or not, holding your dog accountable builds engagement. Sure does. Like, we see it all the time. Next. And we're live. Hey, everybody. How are you? Happy Saturday night. It's Jeff. It's Jeff and Joel. Here we are with the What Would Jeff Do show. If you're brand brand new to our show, it's a 90-minute podcast. We do this three times a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, Saturday, historically at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 90 minutes. The questions come in, and the answers go out fast. Ideally, in a perfect world, these we would have a lot more time to answer the questions, but we're actually going to be redoing our whole Patreon channel that we'll be able to do that. But these questions are really, really quick. Theoretically, everybody needs a board and train um, that ask that ask a question. But boy, a lot of people get huge value from from the from the from the show. Now, did you post a link up yes, there? I did. Sure did. Early this morning or this afternoon, I did. Yep. I can't it's there. It's definitely there. Love you past it. Um, also, we do something called Jeff Gelman Seminars. Go to Jeff Gelman Seminars, Jeff Gelman Seminars. And what you'll find there is that there are two days. We're doing 28 cities, seven countries. Um, if you have to go to YouTube Live, just go to YouTube. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't find it. Shit, oh well. Oh. You're going to learn. Just keep talking. Um, oh, yes, ma'am. Okay. So um, this is the Joel Show. And, um, and then what we're doing is uh, at our training center, which is everything we do here. So the seminars and the podcast, we talk a lot about punishment, how to properly apply a punisher. Punisher is not a bad word. It's the only way to stop an unwanted behavior. Um, but at the training center, we're about 95% reward. We're actually food trainers. Um, uh, but we also stop unwanted behaviors. So here we go. Joelle. Oh, um, wait, hold on. One more thing. There's a little dollar sign in the corner. You know, if you click on the dollar sign, it's something called Top Chat. Um, and you, um, your question goes to the top of the queue. We answer that. But you do not have to pay to play. Next. Um, Gretchen, hi guys, can't stay now, but I might be able to come back later. I took my little brother out for dinner after he took quite an emotional beating today. I'll come back when we're done. Sounds good, Gretchen. Gretchen, also thank you for the gift. I got it today. Thank you. Um, Melissa, good evening. Jeff, Joel, and everyone in the chat. Hey, Hey, thanks. Melissa. Did you get Britt's question? The first one? Mm. Um, Britt saying, hello, I have a question. Can I clicker train my German Shepherd without treats because she won't eat them? She's three. She's doing so good on walks. I'm loving the walks. She was being a smart butt today, downing inside instead of backing up. Um, you well, clicker is just a marker. It doesn't mean food is following. It means a reward is following. So it can be physical touch, or it can just be a marker. You don't even have to use a clicker. Just use the word yes if you choose to. So that's up to you. Next. Jamie, hello from Washington. It's 30 degrees, and we're supposed to get up to 10 inches of snow this weekend. How are y'all doing? You're the one living in Washington. It was 65 degrees here, which is unusually warm in Providence. Yeah, that's warm. So we have winters, too. We have four seasons as well. So we get dumped. We can have winters here where we get, you know, 50 inches of snow over the course of the winter, 100 inches of snow over the course of the winter. It's been a while for that. We have, we've also had winters here where it's just cold and no snow. Next. Gretchen said, also, Joelle, you look pretty tonight. She looks beautiful. Stunning. Thanks, yep. Thanks, Gretch. Brit, I'm really happy with training my German Shepherd. She's making me look great. Awesome. It's not about making you look great. Just just 
just just be happy with with the journey be happy with the journey next michelle good evening jeff joel melissa fellow fans hey melissa how are you michelle Oh, hey, hey, Michelle, how are you? I heard the word Melissa in there. She said good evening. Oh, Melissa. she said hello to Melissa. Oh, I thought that was like Melissa's token hello to everybody. No. Oh, you got it. Uh, Rashna, hi, my dog gets aggressive with strangers and his food lately. He's 100% okay with myself and my husband while he's eating, but acts aggressive if someone else walks near him while he's eating. What would Jeff do? Number one, a couple of things. Number one, I would teach your dog the out command. Number two, I'd feed your dog in a kennel. Number three, why, you know, why are people walking by your dog when it's eating? But still, that's that's not going to stop the problem. Teach out. Teach out to back away. But to me, I, I I like to, you know, first let's fix the problem. But for all practical purposes, feed your dog in a kennel. My dog's eaten 30 seconds or less. Actually, actually, I freeze her. I feed raw. So actually, I do meal prep and I freeze it. And I actually give them this big lump of like frozen food it's got a little like, bit longer takes a little bit longer also works their teeth it works their teeth so um next jenny good evening jeff and joelle i've started bonking my dog but i found that he'll turn around ready to bite at times is bonking not a good tool for him um i don't know how you're bonking we are not we're not seeing that so are you saying the word no and then bonk you know we don't you, once you bonk a dog once or twice you're not usually you have to need to bonk it so like it, you might be doing it wrong so bonking dogs does not make them aggressive. Fact. How do I know? I'm the guy that's bonked over 10,000 times. That's how I know. And I'm not seeing dogs become aggressive. And I work with aggressive dogs. I'm seeing dogs become non-aggressive. We are stopping aggression. So um, you could be doing it wrong. You know, I, trust me, I've seen a lot of people do it wrong. Next. Milligan Valley Canine Academy. Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Looking forward to seeing this year in Canton again. Joelle, I really enjoyed your Facebook Live this week about IG Stories. Great advice we plan on implementing. Thanks, guys. Awesome, definitely. And, and Joelle will be doing another tip of the week. And also, don't forget, we do social media. We do social media. We do, well, no, we do social media Skypes. Joelle does social media Skypes as well. And you can go to our website for that and sign up. And that applies for every business. It's not dog training. Next. Cheryl. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, how are you, hey, Cheryl? Cheryl. Top Gun dog training, stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Thank you, Top Gun. Josue, love the Angelo painting. Thank you. Thank you. Skincare queen, does neutering help with separation anxiety and unwanted behavior? Of course, with punishment and proper training. Um, I've never seen, I'm sure, I'm, I, okay, let me, I'll, let me just clarify here. Every single dog, almost one Hundred percent of dogs. That's a lot of fucking dogs over fifteen years, as well as at seminars around the world. I have never seen the desexing of a dog stop an unwanted behavior. That doesn't mean I'm for or against it, but I'm. But all I'm saying is, that's not going to stop anything but procreation. Next. <clears throat> Melissa posted the link to your seminar um, locations. Awesome. Thank you. Mr. Crazy Milo, so how did this all start? How did you learn to train dogs? Um, 15 years ago, I had a badly behaved dog. Somebody helped me um, rehab that dog, and then a lot of trial and error, and working with tons of dogs. I have actually didn't go to school for it, and people love to use that against me, but it's like, I've met people that have gone to dog training school that couldn't actually even walk a dog properly. So, I mean, come on. 
Let's go. Big deal. So um, massive amounts of dogs. I've worked with close to 10,000 dogs. So um, I'm also an avid learner. I'm an avid learner. But I just love how people love to throw out for the last 15 years how I didn't get any formal education. It's like there's actually something called sweat equity, which is actually more valuable historically than formal education when it comes to dog training. And also, it's not rocket science. Yeah. Like, I'm a pet dog trainer. Like, my career is new. Like, nobody needed a pet dog trainer 20 years ago because your parents probably just stopped unwanted behaviors in any way they could. Up until the 60s and 70s, when they all of a sudden started, you know, doing a marine animal training they wanted to make it look like it was some scientifically highly learned thing and it's actually not now is there a proper way to do it and an improper way to do it depends what you're trying to either train or stop yeah what are the most effective protocols to train a behavior what are the most effective protocols to stop an unwanted behavior sure but they don't teach punishment that much which is what we do a lot of because that's why Dogs are dying. Next. Michelle, hey, Jeff and Joelle. Joelle, you've been rocking social media. I'm really jazzed to follow the new Blue Merle Border Collie's progress. Yes. He's doing great. Yep. So we're going to do a whole thing on, what's that dog's name? Hugo. Hugo. Because a lot of people seem to have dogs like that. That's because a lot of dogs are like that. And believe it or not, that's a simple dog. That will be a simple dog. Um, that doesn't mean, when I say simple, that doesn't mean easy for the staff they're still going to be putting in hundreds and hundreds of hours of training into that dog um, over six weeks. But what I mean by that is all of you could could do this with your own dogs. Like all that lunging and barking could be stopped in about three seconds, which doesn't fix the problem. Training still has to happen, but a lot of that stuff can be stopped. Next. $10 top chat from Travis. Hey, thanks, Travis. More pug stuff. Pug is panic barking when walking away from placing him in the back seat of the car since he hit six months. Wasn't an issue before. Any thoughts to fix this? Walking away from? So that? if the dog is in the car and they're walking away, oh, he yeah. starts panic barking. Yeah, so don't say panic barking. Just say barking. Okay? Get a remote collar and tell the dog to shut up. You won't mess up the dog. All right, next. Brit. <clears throat> only did a 40-minute walk, LOL, and yesterday I took a break. It was nice. Good. Yeah. You can take a five-minute walk. I didn't walk my dogs at all today. I haven't walked my dogs for a long time. Ran them in the woods. Yeah. That would be If you put a compilation together, that would be nice for that. Maddie's working I was going to say, or just send it, send it away, please, to somebody. Good. Jasmine corrected my dog for staring at another dog. She cried out. I felt bad. But later when we had to walk past that dog, she did amazing, as if the dog wasn't even there. Why Why are people... Why are people what? feeling bad about correcting their dogs? Do you know that do you know that if I have to clean out one of my dog's ears, they whine? Oh yeah. It's like but when you correct them, you feel bad. Like take your dog to the vet. That's when you see fear. Yeah. So it's like why are we feeling bad for stopping an unwanted behavior? You know, you should feel bad for your dog either like getting on the counter ingesting something and dying or paying for a huge emergency room bill or not stopping unwanted behavior and you have to put down your dog or surrender it. Mm -hmm. Or living in a really small world with your dog. Yeah. 
guys, it's like a lot of this stuff is one and done or one and done and then little reminders. But it's like, if you're not prepared to correct your dog, don't get a dog. Don't. It's like part of the deal. I got I got I mean, every day I get, I, I, when you, I, every, I can't answer emails anymore, you know, individually. I have to do a cut and paste response because we get so many and we offer so much free stuff. But it's like someone's like, my six-month-old dog has st- started growling at me. What do I do? I've been told it'll grow out of it. And I'm like, no, it won't. It'll grow into it. Mm-hmm. You correct it. How do you correct it? I'll let you come up with a, a lot of ways. But there's a lot of, way to, there's a lot of ways to stop a growling dog. Mm-hmm. All I know is this. If I owned a six-month-old dog and it started growling at me, it would know that growling at me is bad. And this is what people, this is what fucks up people. They yell, they scream, they shake their thing, they do time out. Yeah. They get emotional. No. Bad dog going the crate. Yeah, it's like, no, that doesn't work. No. What do you do? Believe it or not, bonk. if you don't want to bonk, look it up, please. It's a towel. All right? No bonk. Guess what? No more growling. What do you keep looking at over there? Nothing. Oh, I thought you were like, look, there's something on the wall. Someone's looking into the window or something. No. <laughs> what the hell? Next. You're going to be paranoid. Too Sorry. Much, too much coffee. Next. Clearly. I'm just trying to, like, look at you. You looked like you were looking I'm behind looking me. At you. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, I swear to God, it looks like you're looking behind me. God. All right. Um, <laughs> Josue, can't wait to finally attend a seminar. Holy shit, Josue, you're coming to a seminar? That'd be awesome. We get to meet you? Wow. I, like, I don't even, I have to, like, make a picture in my mind of what I it's think It's so funny. Like. It's so funny. We meet so many people at seminars, and we, and like. And they put their real name, though. And we're, like, like who, who are you? But I'm sure he put Josue, but, like, there's screen names. Yes. And, like, and we don't even know, like, we. we like, we, wait, Marnie Cooldog? We didn't even know it was her at all. I, I know. I know. Like, no, because a lot of people don't have their 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 their. They've got like so. Marnie's got a lot of horse pictures on her thing. Yeah. And and some people on their Instagrams have got like just non-human pictures of yeah. themselves. Yeah. Which is fine, but I'm just like it's like we interact with you every week and we finally meet you, but we don't really know. Oh, you're and that who, person. Who was it we met in Vegas? Fucking rye bread. I'm like, holy shit, it's rye bread. That's right. Ah, oh, so cool. This will be some great seminars this year. Yeah. Yeah. Florida's coming up. The next one's coming up is in Florida, by the way. So Pearson, Florida. So it's the only one I'm doing in Florida this year. Drive, guys. It's no big deal. Florida's not that big. No. Next. CPK9. Hi, you guys. How do I win over a me, the trainer, reactive, freaked out, rest? Huh? <laughs> Decipher that shit. <laughs> this is how it's written. Oh, yeah. How do I win over a me, in quotations, the trainer, Reactive, freaked out, rescue terrier. Five years, 13 pounds. Okay. What's the question? How do I... What's the first part again? How do I win over... What do you mean win over? What is win... What is, a reactive, freaked out, rescue well, terrier. You're not trying to win anybody over. Like, what do you mean... How do you... What skill set do you need? You don't, you don't want to win over that dog at all. What you want to do is do... Just do our training. Do, do basic training. Start with this. Massive structure. You don't you're not try to win over. You're not trying to make be friends with this dog. You don't need to build a relationship yet. Or I shouldn't say this. The work will build the relationship. The training will build the relationship. Number one, you're reactive. Cut that shit. That could, that's, that could be done easily. Leash pop, bark, remote collar. Stop being reactive. But number two is massive structure. Train it on obedience. That's not going to stop reactivity, but it's like, and then train the dog. Lots of structure. Cut down on affection. A lot of these little dogs, everyone's carrying them around. Stop carrying them around. Crate them up. Next. Um, 
do Chloe and Luca. Hey guys, Jeff, my boyfriend says you sound like Vince Vaughn. Okay. Cool. Vince Vaughn. You kinda do. Alright. <laughs> Skincare queen. Sorry, sorry, I'm not touching anything. What? I saw you get paranoid when I kicked the bucket. You kicked the bucket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Because you're scared of this light. Oh, I've got to get a new light. So I kicked the bucket and you were like, <laughs> like immediately, like you're going to make the light go off. I was just wondering what was, was down there. I was waiting there. for you to say it. Like, don't, don't. <laughs> Is this pick on Jeff night? No. Or it sure it seems see like it. I'm reading your cues. It sure seems like you it. You went from that to. Okay. Do me a favor. Don't kick the bucket on the show. Because <laughs> that's not going to make it for a good show. Kick in the bucket. <laughs> Done. Skincare queen. Should you always follow through with bonking? For example, I go over to my dog to bonk a bad behavior and they stop. Do I still bonk or let it go? Okay. Let me explain how to apply a proper punisher. There's something called markers. You've got a yes and a no. Those are the big ones. Yes is I like what you did and something usually good is going to follow. No is I don't like what you just did and something negative is going to follow. As soon as that dog does the unwanted behavior, you say no. Then you can walk over to your dog and bonk. Next. Romeo, awesome show, guys. Love your content and advice. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Romeo. Chloe and Luca. Sorry about Juliet. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh -huh. she, it wasn't going to work out anyway. Mm -mm. wasn't no. going to work out. Doing from the start. No. No. Start from scratch. Okay? Find a new castle. Next. Chloe and Luca, what is the best way to teach engagement? Um, become valuable to your dog. We're actually going to do videos on that this week. So how do you teach engagement? Well... We find by just doing stuff with your dog, holding your dog accountable, being value, don't let other people pet your dog, don't have your dog go up to other people, work your dog, um, believe it or not, believe it or not, holding your dog accountable builds engagement. Sure does. Like, we see it all the time. Next. Uh, Michelle, in Chicago, it's doing this stupid thunder, snow, ice, NATO bullshit. Shut No up. walks today. This weather hurts me. Yeah, you got to watch oh out God. for that stuff. You have to watch out for that stuff. Next. What's that noise? Lindsay. Hey, guys. Thought I squashed issues with breaking out of the crate with a board and train, but after a few hours, the dog freaked and tried to break out again. How do you stop the breakouts if they seem random? Double down is default when in the crate now, but after a few hours in there alone, she pops up, tries to break out. I mean, if you set up a nanny cam, use a remote cow, or make it suck to break out of a crate. Next. Hmm. Karen, practicing sit-stay at the park on a ledge or small platform, but can't get him to look relaxed and calm. He stays, but jerks his head around all the time, yeah. checking everything out yep. on alert. Have you, have you practiced it in a non-high-level distraction area? Have you practiced it in a non-high-level distraction area? So first you want to do that. But second of all, you want to build up duration on your sits in low distraction areas. Start adding environmentals inside. Bring your dog outside. Do it in a low distraction area outside. Start adding environmentals outside. And then you'll start seeing better progress. Next. Chloe and Luca, what is the out command? Leave it? Yeah, we don't use the word leave it. Out we use for a lot of things. In watch fact, our stories from today. Watch our stories from today. Yeah. Out with, uh, yeah. Marlo. So out is a couple of things. Out means... 
I use out for my dogs to spit out the ball. They do it by default, actually. You know, I play chuck it. They bring the ball back. They spit it in front of me. Um, um, Joel's dogs do it, too. But out means Puh, spit out the ball, let go of the tug, let go of the arm sleeve, let go of the human you're biting uh, for, for protection work. Um, but we also use out for a couple of things. It means get out of here. Literally, you're, you're, I'm sitting here eating a sandwich. The dog comes up to me. I say out. The dog moves away. Um, it's very, very common for, for two humans. They can't hug because the dog also wants to get in there too. You can say out to get the dog away. So out means to disengage. Next. One big weirdo. My rat terrier has recently started obsessively licking everything. How do I stop this? Um, do a health check first. Check sodium levels, but also any OCD behaviors or remote collar to make it suck to do that can stop that. But do vet check first. Next. Erica, hey from Virginia. We have a three-year-old rescue with leash reactivity. E-collar work in progress on a walk. Is there a difference between correcting while walking or stopping, let them walk by and correct? Okay, so a couple of things. Number one, you have a dog, not a rescue dog. Rescue is not a breed. It's really important that we specify that because a lot of people are using that as, a, as an excuse. You're not, but it's like you own a dog. Like this is my adopted son. This is my natural birth son. No, like this is my dog. At one point I owned 12 dogs. I got one of them from a breeder, the other 11 I acquired, and they were all dogs. So um, it's just important because psychologi it's a psychological thing that we're talking about here. So number one, I'm a big fan of in motion. But you try both. Try both. So you're only correcting, though, the unwanted behavior, and you're correcting the thought of the unwanted behavior, which is the loading. That's what a lot of people are missing. Next. Canadian girl. My male dog refuses to go potty where he always has gone. He marks 17 months, so he goes back in the crate. Um, he will go on deck or in our house, so I put him in the crate. Any suggestions? I keep taking him out, too. So that's disgusting. He goes in the crate and in the house. So number one, slip lead out, go out, go to the potty spot, go go, go potty, stand there. Um, uh, don't move. If he, if he When he goes to the bathroom, make sure he fully empties his bladder. Click, reward, come back in. Next. Jamie, I emailed your front desk about a prong collar I got from you earlier this week, but I haven't gotten a response. Tried to use the contact on your website as well, but no luck. Should I email again? Um, we respond to everybody very quickly. Like, really, really quickly. In fact, the front desk email is empty because I just checked it tonight. So there's no emails in there at all. So email us again. Email us again. But, yeah, next. Skincare queen, my dog is very scared and sensitive to a lot of things. We are saying no calmly when bonking, not doing it super hard, but he is shaking and visibly scared. Should we continue? Well, I, I need way, way, stop the bonking. Number one, we don't bonk for being afraid. You can correct, but so stop that, number one. I need a lot more information. A lot more information. Like, what's the dog doing with that fear? Fear. If it's just shaking, there's ways to do duration work and process it. But also, sometimes you want to be in movement. So I, I need to know what you're actually doing, what you're actually doing. I'm not going to just blanketly give you an answer next. Karen, nice wall behind you. Thank you. It looks very crooked. Yep. It's on crooked on purpose just to piss off all the OCD people. Especially and, me. Looking and, at the and you can fix it if you want afterwards, okay? Next. Tanya, dog barks while we are gone. Do you have a bark collar you would recommend? Um, we like the Garmin Bark Limiter and then also eCollar Technologies. Next. Michelle, so my mom had questions about the bonker. She assumed that my dogs are scared of it. 
I said no, then I threw the bonker and played with my dogs with it once they got too excited. Um, I said no, grabbed my other bonker, and all three dogs disengaged and went down. It's mm-hmm. not the bonker, it's the cue. It's the no, right. And guess what? <clears throat> hey, Mom, remember when I when you were raising me? Didn't you want to use a little bit of fear to correct, change my behavior? I hope you did, Mom. Didn't you? Do you remember that? It Did it work? Did you turn out to be a good human being? Were you a good kid? Did your mom, was your mom able to change your behavior? Or did she bribe you with 20s and 50s if you didn't do something? Or did the spoon, soap, twitch, hand come out? Punishment is very important. The big thing with punishment is you're not using emotion. If I can stress that so much, you're not yelling. I mean, I'm going to start saying this all the time so people really get it. You're not yelling. You're not screaming. You're not upset. You're not emotional. It's matter of fact. No. And then consequence. And you have, there's a, there's timing is important. Um, uh, uh, what you do after can be important. Um, there's so many variables there that are important. So why do we talk about punishment so much? Because you can, because nobody else is talking about it. Nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, but like not many people are, they're all afraid to. Everybody's afraid to talk about, it's so funny. The number one reason why dogs are turned into shelters and put down is because of unwanted behaviors. Mm -hmm. The only way to stop an unwanted behavior is through, is through the application of punishment. Meanwhile, nobody wants to talk about it. The number one thing killing dogs, nobody wants to talk about. Right. But they all want to save the dogs, but they don't want to talk about how you actually do it. If anything, they'll do it the opposite way and they'll say, make sure you find a positive-only trainer, which can't stop an unwanted behavior. It's been proven over and over and over again. And meanwhile, we clicker train dogs here. But that's not how we stop an unwanted behavior. Step one, stop the behavior. Now we can do some training. Next. Yep. Mm, Saki, how do you stop the dog biting the leash when the prong collar is on? Oh, that's just, a, that's just a, 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 an objection. Just say, just say, just say no, and you can bonk it. Say no, and use a pet convincer, which is compressed air. Don't tug on it because the dog thinks it's tug of war. It's not the prong collar. Dogs do that with slip leads, flat buckle collars, martingales, harnesses. They do it with every collar. Everybody assumes that it's because the, the the prong collar hurts. That's a lie. Next. Dark Warrior. Good evening, Jeff and Joel. Hey, Thanks Dark for Warrior. All the free content. I really hope you can do a seminar in Phoenix this year. Right, find me a place in Phoenix. We can do a seminar in Phoenix in December. Or um, November. There's dates. We have one date left. Two dates left. Next. But I'm going to be in Ramona. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm going to be in Ramona, California. That's a done deal. I'm going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's a done deal. And they're both very drivable from Phoenix. Why? Because we're driving through Phoenix. Next. Lisa, I am having some success with walking my ACDs with the e-collars, but one is so anxious that another dog passing us or barking he redirects to my other dog. Today it was an all. God, where's the rest? Mm-hmm. So number one, what, what I, there, there's an art to to remote collar healing. I would make sure you, at a minimum, have prong collars on your dogs. Also, work them on separate sides of you. Also, the one that redirects muzzle up, and then correct that dog for doing that. Next. Jamie, do you have any favorite breeds of dog to own? I'm partial to Pitties and Dobermans. Nope. 
Whatever, whatever, whatever I like doesn't matter. Whatever you like is all that matters. Next. Cheryl, oh my God, I'm so glad to hear you talk about how you started in dog training. I also didn't go to school, and frankly, I can handle a badly behaved dog way better than so many certified trainers. Yeah, certified trainer doesn't mean shit. It doesn't. It doesn't. And, and that's all they're hanging their hat on. There's something called sweat equity, and I can't stress it enough. There, you, it's so funny when you go to some people's web, dog trainers' websites, they list every single fucking seminar they've ever been to. I know. Every fucking school, everything. It's like, okay, that's really cool. And they got all this, this, this stuff. That's really cool. Where's the videos of you working fucking dogs? Oh, I'm too busy to take a video. No, you're just a lazy fucker. Take out your goddamn phone, put it on I a did tripod. I because nobody was around. I'm like, it's all right, like, I guess I'll record like, myself no. working this it's dog. Like, it's like, no, and you're not trying to prove a point. You're trying to help people. You think I do this show to fucking get business? No. We spend $100,000 a year on putting out free content. Not to get new business. To keep dogs alive. Do I get new business from it? Sure, I'm sure I do. But it, the ROI on it, sure, the hell ain't all that great of a deal, I'll tell you that much. Next. <laughs> Chloe and Luca, do you keep your dogs in a kennel in the car? Worried my GSC doesn't have any protection in an accident. Nope, I don't. And I, and I get, people are going to always give me shit about that. Mm -hmm. It's like, if I get into a bad car accident with my dogs, I know that it's going to suck for them. Is that irresponsible of me? Is it irresponsible of you not to train your dog recall and have it off leash? To me, that's more dangerous. Okay, what's the number of dogs that are hit? hit? Okay, what is the number of dogs that are hit by cars and die compared to the number of dogs that are in car accidents and, and, and die? I'd be afraid of the crate, like, crumbling in. Right, well, there's only maybe two yeah, like impact and stuff. that have been crash tested right but but your dog more dogs die more dogs die probably from counter surfing mm. than car accidents more, here, here let's keep going down this the road here more dogs die from not stopping unwanted behaviors than car accidents probably I'm yeah sure there's a statistic yes there. what i'm saying is like more dogs are dying in our shelter system because nobody could stop their bad behavior and the chance of getting in a car accident with your dog is, I'm sure the number is out there, but it's, I assure you, it's no match for, 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 for not training your dog. Agreed. Next. Gina, we went to the vet this week and for the first time in two and a half months, Max got on the scale, sat nicely and nice. got checked with no outward signs of anxiety. Beautiful. I could have cried. Good. I mean, not good that you could have cried. Yeah, fuck it. Good that you could have cried. I cry all the time. This is the thing. This is the thing. Tex could give a flying fuck about the vet. He's really good there. I he, think when I took him the yeah. other day, I just put him in a sit-stay on yeah. the chair. It's like, with Tex, I'm like, he doesn't even need, like, he had to have some incisions done. And they're like, oh, we have to give him a little bit of painkillers. I'm like, don't give him fucking painkillers. He doesn't care. He really doesn't He doesn't care. care. He doesn't, he's a Malinois. He doesn't care. Trust me. Fucking dog will fucking run into a tree and keep going. Mm -hmm. Kira doesn't mind. Girl hates the vet. And guess what? I take her there once every couple years. What do I care? Yeah. It's no big deal. She hates it. My outdoor dog, Mac, eh, he's not the biggest fan of the vet. Yeah. He's not the biggest fan of the vet. But, but again, it's not like I take him there that much. 
the behavior of the dog at the vet, first of all, I'm not discounting the, the progress you're making at all. So, but I'm just saying though, but a lot of people are like, my dog is great, but it growled at the, at the vet. Okay. Does it growl at anybody else? No. Literally. It doesn't growl at dogs? Nope. Doesn't growl at people walking by on the street? Nope. Somebody comes to your house and gives you a hug, doesn't growl? Nope. You take it to the vet, it growls? Yep. How often do you go to the vet? Ah, once every couple of years. Who gives a shit? Next. Next. Travis, perfect. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Mr. Crazy Milo, when can you tell if a dog is ready to stay home alone out in a crate? Is there an age or behavior to look for? Uh, no. Out of a crate. I am a fan of crating dogs when nobody's home. So I'm the wrong guy to ask. Another trainer will tell you, okay, a trainer that believes that a dog should be out of a crate eventually will will do it. And I can't tell you how many people will fucking bash me for everything I do, but but for literally, but for literally, like he's got a he's got to crate his dogs at, at at night or when he leaves, and, and like Jesus Christ, what's the big fucking deal? I'm not willing to risk the life of my dogs, yeah, and the destruction of my home. Also, Kira knows how to deploy out of windows. Yeah, God forbid. Yeah. She smashed through Literally, window. one of my dogs is trained to jump through windows and jump out of windows. That's all I need her to do is to be fucking jumping out of a window. She once tried to deploy out of the front windshield of my car, my RV, smashing it. But meanwhile, she can jump in through the side windows, um, FYI. Kira, when they're fucking open... She's like, yeah, whatever. She's like, she's like, I don't care. Kira doesn't give a shit. She doesn't care at all. No. That's why it's, it's like bonking. Oh, my God. It causes brain damage and, and brain trauma. My dog fucking put her head through a goddamn fucking windshield. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Didn't blink an eye. No. <laughs> it's so funny. My guys have slammed right into it. Like, today they did. They just, like, smash into each other. And when they're doing play? It. Oh, my God. They don't care. All the time. They just don't care. All the time. Four ninety nine top chat from Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. Glad you mentioned the car thing. I tend to worry about everything. Was going to get a harness buckle thing. You're right. Bigger things to worry about. Listen, listen. I'm not going to say not to get a harness buckle thing. That's not what I'm saying. You do what you're comfortable with. But, but all I'm saying is, it's called choice. Unless they make it a law that your dog has to be, which would be ridiculous for people, because sometimes it's impractical. Dog has to be in a seatbelt. I would never. Like, I'm sorry. Wes, on my seats? Well, first of all, no. the hell if you want your dogs on the, in the second row. Uh-uh. I don't, want, I don't want my dogs to be seatbelted in, because that means they've got to be in the, either the front seat or the second row of seats. Fuck that. My dogs are in the fucking... I got an SUV. They're in the fucking cargo area. Yeah, the way back. They're in the way back. Where the rubber lining is. That's right. And today, when I took all the dogs across the street to play Chuck It, I had five dogs in the back of the SUV. Everybody get buckled in. No. But again, I'm guys, guys, we've got clients that seatbelt their dogs in. That's fine. Keep doing it. They put a blanket down. Yeah. They do that. Ch- they put the harness on. They buckle them in. Keep doing it. Absolutely. I don't want to I don't want to dissuade anybody from doing that. But all I'm saying is like it's like I'm weighing I weigh up I weigh choices. I weigh choices. So, I feed my dogs raw. You know, has it been proven yet? It will eventually come out feeding raw is better. Now, Who's to say that? Oh, who are you to say that? Da, 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 da. Well, sorry, but Nestle, I ain't going to fucking believe what you say. Perina, uh, 
No. Science diet? Oh, because you got science in the name? That don't mean you know, that doesn't mean you know your fucking shit. Next. Hmm. like readjust this thing. Here we go. Mr. Crazy Milo, training credentials are nice, but the proof is in the pudding. Your methods have clearly helped a lot of dog owners. Yeah, credentials. I'm not going to discount credentials, but it's like, okay, if 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 I go to a brain surgeon, I'm going to want to know that you like know what you're doing. Like not through trial and error, hopefully, but for dog training, I also want to know if you're what what you're doing, but also I can't stress sweat equity has value. Also, have you worked? Okay. If I was going to do agility with one of my dogs mm -hmm. and my path was, I want to compete. I would absolutely want to know that somebody that I was hiring was able, has a history of getting dogs up to competition level and placing. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. If I want to do agility for fun, like, what do I care if you've gotten a dog up to competition level? Right. For a pet dog, for a pet dog trainer, can you stop stuff and teach stuff? Yes, I can. Great. You got videos? 25,000 of them. Great. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Also, dog training is 30 to 40% dog 60 to 70% human. So you better be a good human trainer. Dog trainers, the thing about the dog training industry is this. They only focus on the dog. They're, fitting, they're, 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 they're literally forgetting the most important factor, the actual owner. Yeah. The owner, the human. The human. That's the biggest thing. And we're, you're going to see a shitload of videos in 2020 of us. I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years talking about human training, but we're going to be going overboard with human training. By the way, did I mention this? Did I do that on stories? Did I mention we need, we're looking for another social media intern? Yeah. I mentioned it on this. I'll mention it again. No, on stories. Okay, we're, we're looking for another so We're looking for another social media intern. Our social media intern that we hired actually is turning into a paid employee. We're looking for another. Well, now we're looking for another intern. Um, also, we actually, if somebody wanted to live on property with free rent, you want a fucking, you want a lifestyle change? You can do you can do some film editing. You got some skill sets, okay? You want to fucking work here? Guess what? Apply next. Yeah. Uh, Britt, does age matter with clicker training? No. Well, if they're dead. But then that's that's not age. That's not age. That's life. That's dead. That's dead. No. I imagine a no, I imagine a matter. one day old dog doesn't give a shit about the clicker. Next. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Click. Here's the T. Yeah, but you could. <laughs> Click T. You actually could do that. Yes. You could. Um, uh, but they're like deaf, aren't they? Don't they come out like deaf anyway? This is all I know is this: you can teach a 12 or 13 year old dog what a clicker is. Next. Adam got a two year old Doberman. He was dog aggressive prior to dog training. Now he's way more dog aggressive, and now he is redirecting at me. Okay, I don't know how you trained him. I got no idea. I got no idea. You know? What kind of dog training did you did you do? Did you do dog training that stops an unwanted behavior? Not the tools you used, but the philosophy. And then also, what's your lifestyle with this dog? Do you hold the dog accountable? Are you underwhelming your dog? There's a lot of variables in there. There's a lot of variables in there. 
Can every dog be rehabbed? No. Does everybody dog deserve a chance? If they can. But also, if you started rehabbing the dog at 16 months old and now it's two years old and it got more aggressive, it might have just been age. It was on the it was on the trajectory to become more aggressive because now it's a full mature adult. But what kind of training did you do? Did the dog learn that biting another human or dog is a bad thing in a way that the dog understands? We're not seeing dogs get worse. So, next. KK, can a fearful, nervous dog ever be happy to see visitors eventually? Happy to find happy. Can a fearful, nervous dog ever learn to exist around visitors? Absolutely, positively, we do it every day. Mm-hmm. Happy? What's happy for a dog? Next. $10 top chat from Best Behaved Pups, Karen. FYI, the two of you are my credentials. Jeez. LOL. Also, I tell everyone that I train the owners. The dogs are easy. True story. Do me a favor. Who's that? Karen. Karen, don't be throwing my name around as credentials. I'll tell you that much. All right? So, I don't seem to be a very popular person these days. Chloe and Luca, someone told me to low-level shock for my leash-reactive dog glancing, not staring at another dog while he's in a heel. I understand staring, but glancing? Thoughts? Um, intent. Intent. Understand what intent is. Is that, who is that, Chloe? Yeah. Chloe. In the beginning, we don't let them look at dogs. Yeah. So there's a couple of different theories you can use. Total avoidance, right? Like, pff, mind your business. Um, or all depends on the severity of the leash reactivity or the aggression. Um, but at the beginning, like like uh, Joelle says, it's like at the beginning you can take it all away, you can take it all away. But you're you're now you now you've got two different opinions. Which one are you gonna follow? That's the problem. So you can try both, try both, see which one works. Do A B testing next. Josue, another one before then without the dogs. Oh, so he's gonna do two seminars. Nice. Cool. Cool. Uh, Ms. His. Hello, guys. Jeff definitely sounds like Vince Vaughn. Never thought about it. Okay. Do you know who Vince Vaughn even is? He's an actor, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a huge actor. Okay. You do sound like him. Okay. Who thought? Like, I've known you for how long? I've never thought that. But now you do. You sound just like him. Okay. Um, Ro, I used to roll toilet paper. Vince, do me a favor. The fucking Jeff Gelman impression, it's getting old. <laughs> you guys have, like, the same stupid humor, too. <laughs> Bro, I used a roll of, to- of paper towels as a bonker. It worked. My dog was a little freaked out, but she lived in the behavior stop. Yeah. The, yeah. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. The dog lived. Really. It worked? Really. The dog lived through having a roll of paper towels thrown at it. Surprise, surprise. Wow. Yeah. Pretty funny how that works. The, the sky didn't fall? Yeah. It's funny. What, somebody made a comment on YouTube um, that says, uh, one of Jeff's haters made a 42-minute video about how bonking is terrible. And literally, he's like, work for me, and it seems to be working for tens of thousands of other people. So, <laughs> it's uh, so funny. It's so weird, right? It's so weird that people that actually are doing it properly are getting the great results, but other people are, like, thinking that it's the worst thing in the world. Especially the people that are using remote cowers at high levels that think it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It's like, that blows my mind. That I'm blown away at that. But you know what, though? Here, This is the thing. Eight years ago, Duration Place, I got ripped apart for. I'm sure you did. Ripped apart. Oh, my God, dogs in place. Who would ever do that? Huh. Seems to be quite popular right now. Quite popular. Sitting in chairs. 
a year ago we started doing that. Oh my God, that's so stupid. Interesting how we're seeing a lot of fucking photos and videos from a lot of trainers out there doing sitting in chairs now. Interesting, isn't it? Sure, was born here. Okay. So it's just really, really funny. It's really, really funny. Bonking? Huh. Nobody wanted to talk about it except for my buddy Gary. And now I'm talking about it loud and clear. And meanwhile, dog trainers hate it. Why? It's too easy. And you can't make money from it. You know who likes it? Dog owners. Mm-hmm. Do you mean I can buy a towel for a dollar thirty-two from Walmart? Two sixty-four rubber number sixty-four rubber bands. Roll up the fucking towel. I got a free video on that. Say no calmly. Throw it at my dog, and it'll stop a bad behavior such as barking at the front door, loading up at a dog. Yep, you could do that. Yep, sure can. Whining in the crate. Yep. Holy shit! Do you mean I don't gotta pay anybody any money? Nope. Dog trainers hate that. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Yeah. You know, simple, simple, effective. Owners can do it too. Right. Yeah. So trainers get up your game. Make yourself valuable as a trainer. So people still want to hire you because it ain't rocket science to fucking train a dog. I had to go home today and he even admitted, he's like, I've always been so soft on this dog. Yes, I know. Great couple, by the way. First thing I had him do, he's whining in the crate. I'm like, you gotta stop your dog. Yeah, I know. So he takes him out and he's like. He actually had really good aim. Like, his like his yeah. timing and everything yeah. was good. He's like, wow, really effective. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was such a great couple. They're awesome. They're really great. Yep. I'm really proud of them. They'll yeah. be back tomorrow, too. Yeah. Yeah. Did it awesome. I'm, you know what? We've got... We've got great, the greatest fans in the world. Yeah. And the people that are able to economically afford us, whether it's a seminar or one-on-one or boarding train are some of the nicest fucking people you'll ever meet. Oh my God, yeah. And for people out there to like shame them and to make it look like they're fucking idiots, it's Mm. like, you guys have no fucking clue. Mm -hmm. The amount of anger that's out there, the amount of anger that is out there right now that people have, really people should be working on that. Yeah. They really should. If everyone did a little bit more work on themselves. Just a little bit of personal man, growth. Man. A little bit of personal growth. The world would be a different place. I gave out someone. Ah, oh shit. It was private conversation with Tang. Yeah. Can't re- I can't reveal it. Damn it. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, shit. I'm almost out of frame. I know. And we're, like, getting way off topic. I feel like we've. it's already almost 9 o'clock. I don't care. Okay. It's my fucking show. It's free. It's Jeff's fucking show. Too tough shit. Okay? Yes. Jeff's show. Okay. So, um, Bronwyn, I'm doing an interview with Bronwyn tomorrow. You're gonna? Yeah. Cool. You're just like a, what, you know, you've been here now and just your whole, what's going on with you and where do you want to go and yada, yada, yada. You'll do an exit interview with, with Tang, how his week has been. Cause, um, you'll do it. I think it'll be more comfortable with you and you can talk about like the full spectrum of everything. Like, you know, cause we, him and I had private consults. I know, I'm still going to talk to him about his social media and stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, so that'll be good. Nice. Um, Lisa, my ACDs are doing much better with walking without reactivity when I take them one at a time, but it's still awful when I take them all three together. Right. One reacts, one redirects. Yep. It's awful. What yep. do I do? So the one with the muzzle, first of all, make sure that they're all in the right state of mind before you start the walk. Literally, no joke here. Go to the front door. 
everybody, boom, gets corrected. Huh? What? Why the fuck would you do that? Why? Because one redirects and one's reactive and your walk is a shit show. Mm. So right from the beginning, you're going to go, cut the shit out. Then, then you're going to go like this. You're going to walk down your driveway. Halfway down, boom. Make a quick turnaround, head back to your house. Everybody, if they don't fucking follow you, they get, they get corrected just organically. Boom. What the hell? What's her name, Lisa? Mm-hmm. Where the hell did Lisa go? I'm heading back to the house. I don't know where you guys are going, but I'm going back to the house. All of a sudden, walk back to the house. Boom! Turn around and go the other way. What the hell is going on here? All of a sudden, come to a stop. You guys know auto-sit. Didn't auto-sit. Correct. You guys know down, right? Down. Boom. They're like, what happened to the walk? What happened to this walk we go on? Like, hold on here. We know we're not going off property? It's I, not a shit show today. It's like, I got I got people, to, people and dogs to bark at. Not today. It's like, for one week, don't get off your driveway. Literally, up and down, up and down, right, left, turn into the dog, turn away from the dog, come to a stop, pop him in a sit, throw him into a down. Mess, mess with them, catch them off guard. They'll be like, what the fuck is going on with this damn walk? We need to make a damn spatial pressure video already. Week two, guess what? Let's go for the walk. They'll be like, man... After a week of that shit, the fuck if I'm going to redirect it all ever again. Mm-hmm. And muzzle up the dog that redirects, man, that dog that redirects, that's all arousal. Mm-hmm. Yep, read that one, the riot act, in dog training terms, next. Read them the riot act. Atmospheric. Hey, J&J. Hello. <laughs> you're so weird tonight. You're sitting with, like, perfect posture, and you're just like... <laughs> Like, who sits like that? I'm all, like, slumped over. That's why my back always hurts. I sit, try try to sit in the most comfortable position possible, but... Anyway, atmospheric. Hey, J&J, today I was walking my dog, and another man was walking his Springer Spaniel. My dog was getting aroused, so I did the 180 very firmly. After I did this, she sat down next to me and focused while I was having a short conversation with him. I'm so proud of myself, and I cannot thank you enough. I even suggested watching your channel since he was talking about his struggles. Okay, who's that? Atmospheric. So atmospheric. Okay. Everybody, everybody read, listen to that question, that statement again from atmospheric. That's how you become valuable to your dog. Mm -hmm. What's the 180? He's referring to the video on my YouTube channel, the 180. Not just turning 180. We're talking about a real 180. You want to become valuable to your dog? That's how you become valuable to your dog. That's one of the many ways. That's one of the many ways. So, next. Uh, A. Bridges. Started correcting my dog this week. Whenever he starts growling, I say no. Way to beat, then correct. The first time I did it, he jumped and yelped and started shaking. Oh, Is well. it too high? Um, would you use a remote collar? Okay, has the dog stopped the unwanted behavior? That's all that matters. Next. Conrad. When the dog is in a sit-stay and a long-distance recall and breaks stay before it is called, when do you apply the remote correction? As soon as it breaks the sit? Technically, you would say no and then correct, but the dog should be on a tieback or you need a second handler. Because historically what happens is if you haven't done it from – okay, first you have to do that for a close proximity, and I would do that on a tieback. The dog needs to understand what what the correction was for and then what to default back to. Or else it's going to just run to you because it's going to think it's supposed to recall to you. 
So start the start. Take the finished product and break it down into the smallest segments. Realize that each thing is a segment. The sit is a segment. The stay is a segment, which is the default sit, by the way. Breaking it, but then when you say no, does the dog understand when you say no and apply a punisher, it's supposed to go back into a sit? Does it understand that? And the best way to do that is start with just leash in the hand and 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 just go through the protocol before you, and then you can start five feet, 10 feet, 15 feet away. Next. Gina, we're getting ready to move and the next month is going to be crazy. Other than keeping the same schedule as normal, how do I keep Max from going back on our progress? Um, so that's, you said the magic word, keeping the schedule the same. That's it right there. Teach duration place. Also, when you get to your new home, the dog doesn't need a fucking real estate tour. The house is already bought. Next. $5 top chat from Karen. I love the two of you. My business is booming, so using as my credentials can't be bad. I make a bonker for every client. Cements them in. Nice. Nice. Thank you so much, Karen. Love you. Andy. Hello, hello. Just wondering if your guys' own personal dogs ever break commands or try to break commands sometimes. Of course. Yeah. Guys, yes. They're dogs. And they usually don't have equipment on either. Yes, absolutely. For any dog trainer to say their dog is perfect, they're full of shit. Okay, how about this? Guys, ready? Go on to YouTube. Go on to YouTube right now and type in obedience trial fuck-ups. Oh, it's so funny. I love those videos. Okay. People that literally got a dog, specifically most likely, especially bred, to compete. Thousands of hours of training. Thousands of hours of training. And guess what? They still fucked up. They're called dogs. Look at us as human beings. Look at us. Drinking and drugs, and arresting, and arguments, and like weight gain, and bad diet, and speeding, and the list goes on and on and on. And we're talking about an animal here. So do my dogs, my dogs, if I go and do a, if I'm out of the office for any period of time, I close my dogs in a crate. Why? Because if I don't, they'll probably get into a trash can possibly. Or they might like walk around and get on a piece of furniture. Do they know they're not supposed to? Of course they know they're not supposed to. But I do training with them, but I also do a little bit of management with them. And I love how someone's going to take this fucking clip right now and fucking turn this against me. Yeah. They, they will. They'll fucking take this clip out and they'll fucking write this whole little thing. Jeff's dogs can't even hold a command. Mm-hmm. It's like, yep. That's what that, if that's what you want to turn it into, you turn it into. Yep. And keep looking like a fucking dick. It's like they're called opportunists. Yes. The couch is gonna supersede the floor. Yes. Any day. It's like people. Like. It's like yes. It's like so today. Today we did an off leash hike. We said here, all the dogs came running back to us. Tex came running back to us, and ten feet away, he decided to stop and smell something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, like big deal. Yep. Who cares? Like, we're not like, they're not perfect. My, do- my dogs are far from perfect. But meanwhile, guess what? I went on the road with them for four months in my RV, and they were off leash 95% of the time. So it's like, it's pretty fucking cool. It's pretty cool. That's what I want a dog for. I don't care about flashy. It's like, I want to freaking take you places. Yeah. 
The yeah. world is our yeah. dog park. Yep. Yeah. Next. Did you do that $10 top No, time? I think it just came in. $10 from Crystal. Last show, I asked about bonking and training a six-week-old puppy. Just had my fostering privileges revoked because someone considered it abuse. I have the best record with placing behaved dogs. It's bullshit. <laughs> Your fostering privileges revoked because they, they, they considered abuse. So looks like you're going to be looking for a new place that actually appreciates you a little bit more. And they can find some other fucking person to fucking work with those dogs. Good luck. And when they ask you to come back, you can say, fuck you. Fuck you. Because you weren't fucking there for me. I've moved on. I have moved on. The best thing you ever did was to fucking fire me. Because now I work with someone who actually appreciates the fucking hard work I put in. But it's like, there's so many people. I, I know a bunch of rescues. And I cannot tell you how many fucking people. It's so hard to find a good foster. Mm-hmm. It is so hard to find a good foster. Yep. You know, and finding a foster that knows how to stop unwanted behaviors is really hard. Because when you own a rescue and you get a call at 2 o'clock in the morning saying that, I, by the way, the dog that you just dropped off this afternoon keeps breaking out of the crate and I'm bringing him back now? Like, holy shit. Yep. yep. So, their loss. Their loss. Next. Pack leader dog training. Hello. Training a pup on basic commands since eight weeks. She is 16 weeks old now. When I can, when can I start correcting for obedience? Um, after three to 500 reps, but, but three to 500 reps. So you might've done it by now, but does the dog also know it though? So we don't correct for obedience until the dog absolutely knows it until we've put the reps in. Next. Dakota and Blessing. Have you seen a dog, aggressive dog, make a complete 180? God, yeah. All the time. All the time. Sure. We've also seen them not. Yeah. We have one right now. Thor's with us for dog aggression. I'm putting up a video tomorrow of him playing in social. Yeah. We do all the time. All the time we see dogs. I've owned dogs. I've owned dogs that literally have gone from human and dog aggression to not, and they live till 12. Um, one of them went nine years without being aggressive. And then I've also owned dogs that I couldn't make safe enough. Yep. Wes has made a complete 180. Yeah. Yeah, think about Wes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, he used to get into dog fights, go after every dog. We stopped that. Now he's 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 not he's not just tolerable. He like He likes dogs. He likes dogs. Like literally he would see a dog and want to attack it. And now, like, not just my dogs, but other dogs fucking body slam him on the way to like chasing something and he doesn't miss a beat. Stop and sniff once in a while. Yeah. Hey, it's a dog. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but absolutely. Absolutely. But do we have dogs that we cannot get to a level of expectation that we feel is safe enough? Absolutely. But then again, we we, we also sometimes need more time. Mm-hmm. And owners don't either have, and I do a shitload of pro bono stuff. Um, but it's like, also dogs don't want to, they don't want to keep their dog here for six months. Right. But some dogs need dramatic, intensive rehab. Yep. Next. Mm. Kaylee J. Holy shit. Holy shit, Kaylee J. Hey, Jeff and Joel. It's been a while since I've been on. Just finished watching. My God, just finished working. My first session with my third board and train. Mm. Wow. 
Kaylee J, when did you start training dogs? I don't know. A year ago when she was last on the show. No, she told us she was going to start. Oh, that's right. That's right. Holy shit, Kaylee J. Congratulations. Ago. I'm proud of you. My God. Where do we see her last? Uh, Wisconsin. De Pere. De did we really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, my God. I keep yawning. Karen, what do you do for fear if no bonking? Tons of things. Yeah, we don't usually bonk fear. We don't bonk fear. We bonk. We, we don't bonk for fear. We bonk to stop an unwanted behavior, but not fear. Like the it's an act. It's more of an active thing, or a st- or, or 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 for loading. For fear, we do tons of confidence building exercise. We hold the dog. We do hold the dog accountable for a behavior. But when you have a fearful dog, you work the dog. Work the dog, work the dog, confidence building stuff. So, but I need more, I need more information. Just throwing out, what do you do for a fearful dog? It's like, I need to know what the dog is doing. That's why we offer Skype sessions. So for anybody that really wants, excuse me, for anybody that really wants to go into deep detail and to really commit to rehabbing their dog, a Skype session is what's going to do it. I mean, obviously a boarding train is what's going to do it, but some people are not, you know, they're not close to us. Um, but people drive, like people have, they drive down from Canada to bring their dogs to us. Texas, we had a dog flying from California. Um, but what I'm saying is, it's it's like, I need more information, a lot more information. I'm not going to just tell somebody to bonk their fearful dog. Next. 999 Top Chat from Ashley. Thanks for being you and showing us all we can do. Had my first client cry. It was a beautiful moment. Would have hugged her, but her human aggressive dog was there. LOL, she's now on a mission and pumped. Awesome. So, guess what? You're going to teach that human aggressive dog the out command. And in the second, the third session, you're going to hug that client. And you're going to say, and the client's going to say out to the dog. The dog's going to fucking move away. All right? Just no tongue, Ashley. Next. No tongue. Britt says you guys are the best. Thank you, Britt. Dark Warrior, I will definitely make an effort to a seminar this year. Thanks. Yeah, come on, Dark Warrior. RJ, living in Vegas, moving to a new home and looking for a dog. Cool. So there's lots of dogs in Vegas that need homes. There's lots of homes in Vegas, that's for sure. The market there is is, is slowly changing. Um, and there's so many dogs that need homes there. So next. Um, CPK9 said Vegas, when please? Um, I think it's October. No, it's May. Oh, May this year? No. I don't know. Go, go, no, 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 no. Let's stop guessing. Jeff. I know it's Gel- May. JeffGelmanSeminars.com. JeffGelmanSeminars.com. Next. Um, Michelle, if you go on Craigslist for rehoming dogs, it's always need to go to a home that can give more attention. I feel like those people are screaming, I don't know what to do. I'm at my wit's end. What, why, why are you looking at those ads? I don't understand. Why are you why are you why are you beating yourself up? Just get off that. Get off that list. Stop looking at those ads. Stop. Next. Mm. Ms. His, you put out free content so that struggling dog owners like me can be successful. Frig all Jeff haters. <laughs> you can say fuck on my show. Frig. Frig 'em. That's what my mom used to say. Did she really? Frig 'em. Frig. Friggin'. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, she'd drop F-bombs, but right. she'd say friggin' a lot. Even now? Now I feel like she doesn't swear a lot. She's really? so different. She's, like, really different. Really? <laughs> I feel like she's gotten, like, softer. She cries all the time now. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> you give her a card and she cries. I'm like, 
Who are you? I get I cry when I get cards. My mom was like stone cold growing up. Most is that where you got it from? <laughs> is that where it came from? Maybe. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But now she's just like this sensitive soul. It's yeah, so you'd make cute. you you're very you're very like you'd make a good assassin. You don't give a shit. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Chloe and Luca. How do you know if you're ready to go off leash the majority of the time? He's off leash in a field and recall is spot on, but I'm nervous. Yeah, well, the nervousness is good. That's healthy. It's like having a little bit of fear is good. Fear keeps you alive. Keeps me. Keep, fear is a survival instinct, in my opinion. Um, you know, how do you know? Do you ever know? Do you ever know? I mean... We were talking about this this morning about like when we had to running our dogs off leash and we'll make a video of that and someone will say, what would happen if someone will like... We, always we, a what if. On the weekends, we run our dogs off leash historically because the gym doesn't open up till seven. So what we'll do is we'll meet, um, sometimes we'll meet here, but a lot of times we'll meet like at the off leash area that's close by. Usually the power lines. We'd love to run the power lines because the power lines are great because... Power lines, power, you know, power Technically, lines. Technically, it's trespassing. So you're not going to worry about other people being there. But but the, but the great thing about power lines is it's the closest thing to fucking wilderness in a city. Yeah. And it's also long paths. And I'm sure someone's going to say, what would happen if they saw another dog? Like, and I'm saying, like, I don't know, I guess. It's like, like... But but what I what I what I, what I like to say is, or what if... They, they're saying almost in a negative, and I'm like, what happens if... We're driving home and get hit by a fucking eighteen wheeler. Mm-hmm. Like like anything could happen, guys. There's so many what ifs in life, and I think a lot of what ifs keep, keep people from moving forward. True that. And we're not talking about dogs here. No, guys. If if you haven't picked up on this show yet, this show ain't about dogs. Okay, so it's not. <laughs> it's like I so many what ifs that keep people. That's, I had a, that's the conversation I had with Tang today. I won't get into details, but he's our he's our shadow student from Singapore, and um, we do a shadow program here. I think we've got about eight or nine of them lined up right now. Um, we have the next year of interns lined up, um, and uh, it's full immersion. It's really really great program, and, and it's a lot of personal growth involved in that. But a lot of it's like what ifs, and I think so many what ifs keep people back. You know, what if, what if, what if, what if? That was Brown one. Yeah, oh. so she's doing last she's doing last call. It's, yeah. it's time. It's like, what if? You're right. What if what? What if, anything can happen? Anything. You know, none of us might. Somebody out there, a good amount of people out there, aren't going to wake up tomorrow. You know, another thing is like a lot of people, and I saw this I think on like a meme, but it's like a lot of people are like, oh, what if it goes wrong? It's like, but what if it goes right? What if it Nobody goes? Nobody thinks that way. But what if it goes right? Right. Nobody thinks that way. You're right. What if it goes wrong? Oh, <clears throat> oh well. Yeah. But what if it goes right? pretty cool way to flip your thinking isn't <laughs> yeah, it yeah that's what i always say you're like, choking on it now <laughs> choking on them i'm choking on them fucking words because it's so it's such a great mindset to have it's like first of all if it goes wrong that's great information to have mm-hmm. well that didn't work right keep trying another way yep figure it out but, it, but there's no everyone wants a guarantee there are no guarantees other than you're going to fucking die one day so true next woo love it Chloe and Luca, I already read that. Tim, in a rescue shelter? What? You're in a rescue shelter? Well, hopefully they didn't throw away the key. Next. RJ said, seems there are many scams with the dog adoption. Uh, 
I'll leave that one alone. Next. <laughs> Raven, thank you for helping us all, helping all of us dog owners. No, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. I it's... really think I'm dyslexic. I mix up words a lot. I don't think you're dyslexic. I think you're just tired. I think you're tired. <laughs> I think you're just really tired. You're actually well, you're actually well read and well spoken. I think you're just really tired. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Erica, do you have any videos about being able to trim my dog's nails and not let anyone hold his paw long enough? You know what? We probably do, but I would look at the, I would, I would snoop around grooming Facebook or grooming YouTube channels. Snoop around grooming um, YouTube channels. Next. Raven, I already read that. Erica, do you have any videos about being able... Oh, thank God. I'm Jeez. sorry, guys. This is, that's not a dyslexic issue, by the way. Celine, I have three months old now, puppy. She freaks out when I leave her in the crate. Barks, shakes, sweats. She doesn't sweat. Dogs, dogs sweat. don't, dog don't, dogs don't I sweat. I was scared to get kicked out of my apartment, but I'm using a bonker and it's starting to work. Yes. So happy I found your channel this week. I've been so stressed till now. Yeah, so you say, make sure you say no and then bonk. You can also say no, grab the crate, shake the crate. Say no, take your hand, hit the top of the crate. Don't, and you know what you can hear people say? Don't do that. You'll create a negative association with a crate. And you know what my response is? News alert, news alert. The dog already has a negative association with a crate. You're not fucking making it. For some weird reason, all we ever see is dogs shut up. Next. Precious tranquility. Welcome, Celine. Found a good place. Jeff will relieve that stress. Yes. Jamie and jo not with it not and not with a happy ending next Joelle have you well, had a from five dollar top chat I will are you done sorry. stop nexting me and then coming back with like corny dad jokes sorry anymore anymore no that's it okay Jamie well I got one more dad joke I can do <laughs> so this little boy this little this little boy he's um He's in the woods with his dad, and he sees they see two dogs fucking. And the little boy says, Daddy, 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 what are those dogs doing? And the dad looks to the little boy and says, they're making puppies. And later that night, um, the dad walks in. I mean, the little boy wakes up from, the from he was having a bad dream, and he wakes, into his, wakes up and goes into his parents' room, and he opens up his parents' door, and his parents were having sex. And he goes, Daddy, 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 what are you doing to Mommy? And she goes, he goes, we're making babies. He goes, turn mommy over. I want a puppy. <laughs> Sick. Four ninety nine top chat. John, woke up from the nap. Glad to see I didn't miss the show. Dog is starting to mumble a woof when doorbell rings. Never did that before. Had a nip in the bud. Uh, no, and then bonk. Yeah, don't let that get out of hand. Next. Mm. Jamie, Joelle, have you had to work with Wes on his PTSD? Just curious how you would go about dealing with a dog who gets anxious with loud talking and hand movements. <laughs> so if anybody isn't familiar with that, Joelle's ex would argue. Well, actually, let me full clarify. Joelle would Why argue. Why just putting this all out there? Joelle would argue. They both argued a lot. And Wes, because I'm answering the question. And so people don't have something. PTSD from what? From the right. war, right? So what happens is... Um, Wes would get very protective over you mm -hmm. and get nervous. He actually didn't like it. And not, you know, dogs like, imagine a couple arguing and yelling and then imagine like divorce, you know, and if you get in 50% of us know what that is. Um, um, so what happens is when we've talked loud on the show here, Wes actually will like, 
like get up and it's like weird, yeah. get nervous about it. And it's like he's having these like, oh, my God, like even though we're not married nor nor, nor anything, it's us we're talking arguing, loud. Yeah. It's like we're, we're not even arguing. We're just like talking loud and with our hands. You're Italian. I'm Jewish, you know, so it's like, what do you expect? Mm. You know, so um, um, surprised we don't have a little buffet with tuna fish sandwiches <laughs> and pasta fajoule sitting here, you know. So, you know, so, uh, and, and so what, it, what is, what does she do is she just t- tells him to cut the shit. Literally, literally cut the shit. Guys, have that, even though that's not an official dog training term, cut the shit is a great theory to have when it comes to dogs. Just a little, literally cut the that's shit. It. Yeah, it's as simple as that. I think that's a cue to Wes now. He like knows. Instead of no, it's like cut the shit. I tell my like, dogs to cut the shit all the time. All the time. Yes. That and I tell uh, uh, Tex, who's my Malinois. There he is now. Cut the shit. Yep. I tell I tell him wrong dog. Oh shit! Burke. <laughs> <laughs> Burke. Wes is sleeping. Do do dog trainers okay. ever hit the remote on the wrong dog? Yep, yep. They sure do. It was on like a four. Doesn't matter. I've done it many times. That's why I don't like two dog remotes. He didn't even wake up. I know. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Let's see. Be heel dog training. He's like, yeah, I felt that, but I wasn't doing anything wrong. No, it was Burton. I know. Burton broke place. Uh, yes, Kira putting her head through the windshield. I was at that seminar. Love you guys. Charlotte, yeah. I say hi, too. <laughs> yep. That's so, who's crazy. That? Who's that? Be heel dog training. Oh, yes. Hey, how are you, honey? Gretchen Did she say Charlotte said hi? Charlotte and Owen. She had the other I baby. know, that's right. Charlotte, Charlotte. Your mama can probably play the replay if you're not watching this. Charlotte, how are you, honey? You might not remember me. You're the cutest thing in the world, and I love hearing about you, and I love hearing about all your chickens, okay? And I hope everything's going well with you and your mom, and Owen, too. You're a big sister now, all right? Next. Did I read Gretchen's? Now I'm, like, scared that I'm reading all these the same. She said she's back. Gretchen's back. No. Um, Welcome back. Seraphim Skincare. Hi, great job. Thank you. Cheryl, dogs are easy to train. Humans are much harder. Dogs learn to listen. Humans, not always. So you have so Cheryl, number one, master your human training. Listen, listen. Take 100% responsibility. So what happens with a lot of dog trainers is they blame the human, but that's the job. That's the job. Or become a dog trainer only and don't own a dog training business. So what I mean by that is only work with dogs and don't work with humans. But if you want to own a dog training business, you're going to be working with lots of humans. So you have to master the art of communicating with humans and in a way that they will learn. So you have to understand human psychology, human learning theory, um, um, human emotion. Um, you've got to deal with like different different learning styles. You know, people. some people are visual learners. Some people like will do better with reading. Um, but you have to, and, and when I say dumb it down, that doesn't mean you're working with dumb clients, but you've got to dumb it down. They don't want to know, they don't want to know the, um, the art of dog training like you do historically. They just want to know how to stop stuff and train stuff. And they want to know how to reinforce the stuff that you've already taught. Next. Tim, do you train dog handlers? God, yeah. Like, Pet dog handlers? What's a dog handler? What's your definition of a dog handler? We train humans. Yes. We also train dogs, but we also train humans. Absolutely. Ton. Next. Yeah. Like, like dog walker, kennel workers. Yeah. I can. Sure. I mean, that's what, I've got a staff. Yeah. I tour the country. Get, I get hired as a consultant to go into companies. Yes. 
KK, in response to the nervous, fearful dog being happy question, happy meaning can she ever wag her tail and want to come up to people? So, yes, that could happen, but a wagging tail doesn't mean happy. Going out to somebody could precede a bite. Can your dog be less stressed and not freaked out in a a people-populated situation? Yes, it can. Next. Um, but but hold on one second though. I'm sorry to keep nexting and then constant, interrupting you. It's constant. I know it's a problem. Okay, it's a problem I have because I just want to give out as much information as possible. I don't let my dogs just randomly go up to people. That's not the end goal. The end goal is I want my dogs to exist around people. Next. Kyle, hey guys, having a discussion with a friend about sizing of prong collars. What is the common size for German Shepherd? Mine is a 3.2, I think. Get the three millimeter. We don't use anything above a three millimeter. Next. Delena, hey J and J, plan on having a seminar in Vancouver anytime in the future. I would love to attend with my friends and our reactive dogs. So Vancouver, you're talking in Vancouver, Washington or Vancouver, BC. We're looking for a location in Vancouver, BC. Next. KK, can I bonk a fearful, nervous dog when it growls at my husband? Okay, get rid of fearful and get rid of nervous. Okay, got that? The question is, can I bonk a dog when it growls at my husband? Now, okay, so now we've got a behavior that we don't want. But, what's this, now here I am, I know, I'm I'm ripping apart all this. This is how, this is how, everybody thinks I just fucking go up and correct dogs. It's the farthest thing from that. There's an art to it. And I only correct a dog if it's going to help. What's the husband doing? If the husband's just walking by and the dog growls, that's a bonkable offense. If the husband is putting unwanted pressure on the dog, which theoretically walking up to it to say hello, uh, your family pet shouldn't be doing that. But if it's a brand new dog... It's not unusual. So historically, historically, a dog that growls at a family member can be bonked, can be corrected, can have a punisher applied to it for the unwanted behavior, yes. The fearful, the nervous, so many people will think that because a dog that is fearful and nervous gets a free pass. No, it doesn't. Next. Sorry, trying to find my place. No, 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 no. I, I, talk, I talk for a Kaylee while. Kaylee J, I've heard some dog trainers say that place duration work kills drive. My dog does place for a couple hours at a time. I have no problem with his drive. So um, those trainers, you know, whoever they are, I don't want to know names. They might be good at what they do. They might be knowledgeable at what they do. Unfortunately, number one, they're wrong because we're not seeing that. And I'll give you the best example. I own, personally, three high-drive, working-line dogs that spend four hours at a time in place because they come to work with me. So first thing in the morning after I get back from the gym and I get Angelo ready for work, I I load my dogs up in my truck and I run my dogs. Then we come to the office usually by 7.30, quarter to 8.00. My dogs are in my office till noon, in place, doing nothing but sleeping. Then we 
go out and play chuck it again. Then they come back in for another four hours. That means they've done a total of eight hours of place. Let's say at 6 p.m. we had a bite work class. We don't do bite work here. We're actually looking for a decoy without an attitude that actually can do bite work. If I did bite work with my dogs, their drive would be just as high as if it was any other time. And I don't do sport. That's not my realm. A decent sport dog trainer should be able to actually increase drive if that's such a thing, meaning bite harder, hold longer. There's genetics in place, but all I'm saying is when I used to do triathlons, like there's something called downtime. Like I wasn't always training. Anybody that's a high performance person usually needs downtime. But this concept of telling a dog to go to place and chill out and do nothing so what should the dog be doing? So let's see. Let's think of an alternative here. The kennel. The dog shouldn't be in place for four hours. What should it do? Let's see. I don't want to kill my dog's drive. I think I'll let it walk around my house. Okay. So you're trying to tell me that your dog walking around your house for four hours is going to keep its drive intact. But having it in command for four hours resting, sleeping, ignoring the world is going to kill its drive. I never heard, like, it's the most ridiculous fucking thing in the world. No, they're wrong. It's wrong. But I hear that all the time. And, and, and again, it's like, no, they're not connected. They're absolutely not connected. Next. Kara, I have our three dogs kenneled in the same room. One dog gets aroused when I walk in the room. I bonk the crate. After I say no, the other dogs bark and growl. Should I not bonk with an audience? Wait, what kind of audience? The other two dogs, they bark and growl when one gets bonked. Like she throws the bonker at one crate. Do you, do you say no first and yes. then bonk? Okay, then bonk those two as well. Everybody gets bonked. You okay. get a bonker. You get a bonker. Mr. Crazy Milo, how many people do you have training dogs in Rhode Island while you're traveling? How many? I've got four trainers at my training facility. When I travel, when we travel, we have three trainers. So I, I don't train dogs at the facility. So that's, I don't train dogs. I haven't trained a dog here for years. So I run the company. I run a bunch of companies. I started this company 15 years ago, but now I've got a full staff and they, do, they, they train the dogs. I've got a kennel staff. I've got a, 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 a training staff. Um, I've got a social media staff. Um, and I'm running the company, which is a 80 to 100 hour a week job right now for me. Because then I also have other businesses. So I'm not, actually, I'm, not, I'm not actually training dogs. But I did a one-on-one the other day. You can still hire me for a one-on-one. You know? So next. Sid, hi, J&J. Walked in, walked my GSD on trail off leash. We saw deer off to the side. I said no. A few minutes later, I heard a 15. Wow. Um, came on the trail 20 feet away. She looked at them, then me, stayed with me and watched. Beautiful. Who's that? Sid. Sid? A CYD Sid? Mm -hmm. Nice job, Sid. Next. 
Tim, hey Jeff, once a dog is aggressive toward dogs and cats, but good with kids and people, can you stop it from being aggressive toward dogs? Yeah. At seven years old in yeah. a shelter environment, or is she too old? In a shelter environment? Mm-hmm. No. No, it's got to get. It's got to come out of the shelter. Have it come out of the shelter. In the shelter, sh- shelters are not conducive to ag- exactly rehab. So rehabbing the dog in the shelter environment, it's it can it be done? Sure, but the best chance of that dog staying alive is to get it out of the shelter next. Daniel, thanks so much for the content you put out. When people ask how my dogs behave so well, I keep preaching about structure and rules. Yeah, teaching the double down has helped my dogs so much around other dogs. Yep. Yep, yep. Double down is great. And was that, who said that? Daniel. Daniel, yeah, Daniel. And you know what, Daniel? And it's like, you're doing the work. You're applying the information. You're putting in. You're putting in the sessions. You're putting in the reps. But he's doing it for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Next. Kara, I want a career training dogs. I found a dog training place here in Cleveland that offers a school type setup for training people who want a career. Uh, they specialize in personal protection dogs. Thoughts? Um, the per- in personal protection, first of all, I'm originally from Cleveland. So, so um, I, I left Cleveland in 1984. Um, I, I, this is back when WMMS was the big radio station. Home of the buzzard. I don't know if they're still in business. Um, so there's there's not a lot of money in personal protection dogs as a living. Um, the pet dog business is is where where if you want to make a career out of. Now does that mean you can't make a career out of it in the in the in the PPD business? You can, um, but give it a shot. See how it goes. See how it goes. Next. Gretchen, I kind of want a what would Jeff do pop socket, but everyone's going to ask me, where'd you get that what would Jesus do pop socket? Maybe I should wait till I move out. No, it says Jeff on it. It says Jeff on it. It's not what would, it's not WWJD. It's what would Jeff do? That's all rubbed off. Mm. Um, who's that? Who's that? Our Gretchen? Mm-hmm. I'll send you one, Gretchen. I'll send you, I'll send you one, Gretchen, and I'll send you one, I'll send you some stickers too. And I'll send you a coffee mug. All right? So you have a coffee mug, pop socket, and stickers. All right? Give me your, um, message me your address. All right, message me your address. Lisa, that's awesome advice. Thank you. You're welcome. Kyle, funny thing happened to me this week. I'm on a German Shepherd forum. Seen a post about a German Shepherd resource guarding, growling and snapping at the owners when they tried to remove him from the sofa. Tried to give what advice I had to give and recommended obviously a trainer, but a shot caller. Mm-hmm. I was told the forum doesn't even recommend as much as a stern no. Wow. So, first of all, get off that fucking forum. So, this is what's wrong with, this is why, this is why we're fucked. This is why we're really fucked. A German Shepherd forum. Mm -hmm. A dog that is genetically designed to defend, to bite, to defend, to be wary of strangers. That is highly athletic, with a powerful mouth, that is used in military situations, mm-hmm. police situations, to track, to track down, find, and apprehend. And this fucking forum is, is against the concept of saying no to a dog. All you people on that forum, you're fucked. You're literally fucked. Any advice you get on that, I shouldn't say any advice. I'm sure there's 
dribbles and drabbles of good advice, but not for stopping unwanted behaviors. No. So this is what they're going to recommend. You ready? Dogs on the couch. Take a bunch of high-value treats and throw them on the ground. Guess what? Dog comes off the couch. You know what you're actually training your dog to do? Get back up. Literally, get on the couch more. Let's see. Let me figure out this positive reinforcement thing. If I get on the couch, which is a behavior, and all of a sudden food shows up, which is a reward, I think I'll do that more. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Isn't it? But if I get on the couch and I hear the word off and, I, and someone says, or no, and then I feel something uncomfortable, maybe I'll stay off that couch. Makes sense to me. Huh. Interesting. Yep. With that, we're closing out the show. <laughs> so. With that, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's that from? And for that, we thank you. That's from something. Is it? Where's it from, guys? Serpentine. Serpentine. <laughs> I told Angelo to do that the other day when you were like whizzing balls at right. us. I'm like, Angelo, serpentine. He's like, ah! <laughs> He's got like PTSD from those damn track of balls. I do too. I nailed, like, I, I nailed him today. That's right so outside. Sad. He loves it. He thinks it's the funniest game in the book. Okay, I hit him in the leg today. Shit yeah, me. yeah. So, all right, guys. Um, I think we got a four ninety nine top chat. You want to answer? You got to answer it, yeah. Um, and then we got to go. Alyssa suggestions for dogs still trying to afford to head on the walk. Snug Herm's prong, corrected strong, not to nag. Use e collar too. Worried of hurting his neck. Okay, you're gonna do leash. You're gonna do. You're gonna do uh, uh, spatial pressure exercises. We're gonna make a video on that this week. All right, it's definitely gonna get made this week. Spatial exercises. Also, do my 180. Look up on my YouTube channel, my 180. Not just a quick turn. It's a pretty invasive move, but it works. But it works. All right? Madly in love with you guys. Thank you all so much. Um, I really appreciate it, all of you. Remember, if you have not checked out Angelo's Instagram page, on Instagram, at Angelo Gelman, Angelo Gelman on Instagram, give the kids some fucking follows. He's the one that's here every day. He actually was working today, working with an aggressive. He worked today. He helped proof today on his stories today. You'll see him actually on a scooter going around in circles around a dog that used to lunge at kids. So, kid fucking got fed. We gave him dinner. Gave him dinner. Yeah. He got macaroni and cheese, tomatoes, grapes. Yeah. And water and uh, probably carrots or something. All right. Madly in love with you. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night, all. Love you all.